You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. I'm Vince Orlando. I'm Sean Davis. This is a human condition. Uh, we're coming at you remotely. Um, trying to figure it out. So there, there, there may be some bumps in the road. Um, bear with us. But we figured it, it was important to come out here and talk regardless. It's good for us. People tend to to like the subject matter, and we get good discussions out of it. And what 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 better to do with your life um, when when confined to quarantine than uh, than have great discussions? So, uh, you know, how are you doing? I'm doing this, all right. This whole quarantine thing, you know, I uh, been practicing a lot of social distancing. Um, I go to the grocery store for my dad quite a bit, and you know I wash my hands a ton, and uh, I wear masks at this grocery store, and uh, I'm not being in groups with more than like one or two people at a time, and uh, working from home, and honestly I love it, like I love working from home. I, I know a lot of people are struggling with the quarantine, but I haven't felt freer in my life. I realized I was pretty much quarantined anyway. <laughs> All I did really was my kids, work. That's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm still working. We're, we're an essential business, so it's not the same. The, the whole world's changed in, you know, in a matter of months. Right, it's it's a completely different place out there, so it's a whole new landscape. But, um, but still working, still have the kids. Only now they're being homeschooled. You yeah. Know, so there's the, so there's that. Yeah. Um, but for me, I, there there wasn't too much I had to do in terms of social distancing because I was pretty socially distant. You know, I, except for the church, that sucks. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. Um, gym can't do that. You know, there's some things that, that definitely hurt, but it's all for the greater good, I believe. And and that leads into our episode, coronavirus. Um, you know, where do we go from here? It's, it's different than it was two weeks ago when we would have had the first episode. It's much different. A lot of the naysayers now have started to say, okay, well, maybe there's something there, right? Yeah. We, yeah. Now people I know are getting sick and, okay, this is a thing. So I think most, not all, but most have realized that regardless of where this flu came from, who knew about what, all the conspiracy theories that fly around, whose fault it is, all the, all the finger pointing, regardless, it's here and it's changed our lives. And it's it's never going to be the same after this. I, I tried explaining that to Sophie and, and uh, to, to Vinny too. It was her birthday the other day on uh, Sunday. And, you know, it didn't even feel like a birthday. Um, couldn't have friends. Yeah. You know, you want to have family. You can't really have family over. Right. So we, uh, we did one of these Zoom uh, and it worked out pretty good. We got people from all over the country that wouldn't have been at her birthday party anyway. So still got to check in, still got to sing happy birthday. It was still, it, it was cool. It was just different. And, you know, it makes you wonder how long things are going to stay that way. Nobody really has an answer for it. No. And we'd all like to go back to normal, right? There's some people would, some people wouldn't, but whatever normal is, but we 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 have to be mindful. I know when the the news of the virus first hit, I, I was real arrogant in my approach to the virus, real real self-centered in, in the way that I was planning on dealing with it and did deal with it. You know, I, I thought about me. Okay, I'm healthy. I don't have any lung problems. I'm not at that age bracket. More than likely, if I catch it, I'll I'll be fine. Right. Uh, you know, I may or may not need medical attention, but I'll be fine. I'll live. So that's how I was living my life. I was going out to the gym probably more than I should before they closed 
down. And uh, it, it didn't really hit me until my dad's birthday. I went by for his birthday. And my brother had opted not to go by there, which didn't make sense to me. Um, but it did after. So, you know, we're hanging out and I didn't stay long, maybe maybe half hour, 45 minutes. And, uh, and so I'm leaving and I, I give them both a hug. And my mom makes a comment that yeah, she has to go to the grocery store and I, I don't know what I'd do if I caught it. I have COPD, so does my dad. Yeah. Then it hit me. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, so this really isn't about me, really. It's not really about each of us, the individuals, because the truth is a lot of us will catch it and we'll be fine. Yeah. Our bodies are strong enough. We're not susceptible in the same way people that have pre-existing conditions are so so probably our body will build up an immunity to it it'll dispel the, the virus and we'll go on with our lives but i thought about it i'm like you know if if i would have if i would have walked in here carrying this not knowing and handed it off to my parents who who uh, are susceptible to the worst of it that's that's that, that would have been hard to live with and it changed my entire way of thinking about this whole thing. It's uh, we're doing this for everybody. Yeah. You know, it did. as much as I would like things to go back to normal, and I really have to, I really do care enough to sacrifice for. They estimate anywhere from 170 to 200 million people would die from this this virus if, if we were to just let the virus run its run its course, roughly two percent of the population, the global population. I don't want them dead. You know, I, I care. And and I do know that some of those people that would probably die were would be close to me. So I, I it's people need to quit their complaining, you know? Like that it's a it's a thing, man. It's a thing, it's here and and Let's roll with it, if not for yourself, for for your grandma, your grandpa, your neighbor, for the good of humanity. You know, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that are unemployed now, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of fear. Yep. There's a lot of fear out there. Justified fear. You know, I don't tend to, uh, these types of situations don't really bother me. Uh, time when crisis occurs, tell you the truth, I probably operate better in crisis than I do uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, you know, I, I feel for those that have lost their jobs or got laid off and the stimulus check isn't there and they're worried about how to put food on the table, just so anyone Everyone knows you call 211, the United Way will hook you up with local uh, resources in your area to get you food and all the things you need. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm real fortunate. I still have a job. I'm able to work from home. Um, and, you know, it, it's go play a problem still for me. And do I worry when I go to the grocery store for my dad? Sure. My dad is extremely susceptible. He's 85 years old. His health has deteriorated greatly. Uh, he's got the COPD, emphysema, um, you know, and, you know, I don't, it's funny because like, I don't know, like, if I, if I brought it into the house, I don't know if I'd know if he died from it or not because he's at that stage of the game. Um, but I do, you know, wash my hands a lot, constantly washing dishes over there, washing utensils, washing everything and wiping everything down. I wipe everything down when I go to the grocery store. I keep my social distancing. Um, and, and that's about it. And I've been working out like a motherfucker every day. Uh, been running doing all sorts of different lung capacity type stuff because I think that's what's important right now. You know, it's real easy to just lift weights, but um, exercising your lung capacity and getting it greater, I think is a real huge health benefit. 
Right now, oh, yeah. And, and I've been juicing. You know, like, I've been making these beet, apple, carrot. I got bought a juicer from Target, and I've just been going wild with it. And, uh, you know, that I think that helps keeping my immune system up all the time. That helps in general, you know, but especially right now. And maybe people will come out of this with a, a different perspective. You know, maybe it's it's hard to not come across as glib when we start speaking spiritual concepts about how things happen for you, not to you. You know, when people are out there suffering, they've lost their jobs. They don't know how they're going to make their, their bills. Um, I mean, it's a lot of people in the United States are, are on a check to check basis. Right. So. Yeah. You take away a couple of those checks, sure you can you can forgive, uh, you you can prevent um, eviction, right? That's the subject government. You can't do that, but that that's still there. So yes. if you're check to check, and then you come out of this thing, what what does that look like? You know, it's it's it, it's genuinely scary. Do I believe that? that if humans rise to this occasion, that we're going to be a better uh, human race because of it? Yes. I don't know that when people are, when, when they have their backs against the wall, I don't know that it, it's, it, it takes a unique individual to be able to see beyond that pain and suffering and, and rise, you know, like I always go back to Victor Frankl and the concentration camps. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's, it's rare. It's rare. So I, I'm curious to see what happens on the other side. Because there there, there's another side to it. You know, people, people got to get off the name calling, the finger pointing, the conspiracy theories. Look, I, in terms of conspiracy theories, look, the, the timing of this thing is pretty perfect, right? But I don't know. Election I, I, year. Well, election year, there's so many, there were so many things that uh, uh, Bolton dismantling the pandemic panel. Um, yeah. You know what Trump's one of Trump's. And I'm not saying Trump was intelligent enough to orchestrate this by any means, because he's out there fighting it, and there's benefits for him right now. Yeah. And I, I can see his advisors trying to rope him in. Dude, this is good for you. <laughs> you know, but but uh, the trade war with China. You know, like you, he came in swinging. On that trade war with China, it, it uh, pissed his base off because there were tariffs. They didn't want to spend that money. He had to pull back. It was going to affect the economy in a negative way. Any trade war with China or a, a superpower like that, it's going to. Yeah. You're going to have to go through this. So, you know, now he didn't have to make the call. Now it's this Chinese virus, the Chinese flu or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So there, there's a... I don't know if the, you know, I've, I've done a lot of research on, on coronavirus, non-biased research, and they're pretty sure it came from that, the, the uh, boxcar man from China. There's another source, possibly, is the uh, pangolin, I believe it's called. It's the uh, Chinese anteater. anteater. Um, that's really the only two animal sources that they know of. Um, so does China have the perfect environment for, for, uh, for an animal to get stressed enough to be able to push this virus to the surface and dispel it and send it off to another host? Yes, it does. It, and, and that's, so if it happened that way, it happened because the environment, the environment in China sucks. So you stressed out these boxcar bats or these pangolins and, 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 they're all, you know, everyone's in these well, the Wuhan market, and uh, it's kind of like like a virus. So a cold sore. So I get a cold sore, and my body. Uh, typically, what happens? Not typically. Every time, you fall under some kind of stress, and your immune system drops. Yeah. So all the cold sore is is that virus manifesting itself outwardly and trying to dispel itself through the body. It's contagious for a few days. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with this bat. If the bat were to get stressed enough to where, um, 
to where it could push the virus outwardly to transfer it to another mammal. So it's very possible that it happened that way. Is it possible that a human manipulated it? Sure. Did a human manufacture this? No. There's there's a there's well over a million known viruses. Only five thousand of them, five thousand plus, have been uh, detailed. <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's really no reason to manufacture a virus. You can go pick the there. You got your choice of alien viruses out there if you want to infect the human race. But I, I don't believe that this was manufactured. But maybe it was. Who knows? All irrelevant and not not completely irrelevant because that matters. But in terms of the the basic. Uh, everyday average American and uh, global citizen in different countries. What matters is that it's here and and how do we band together as a as a race to try to save those that are that are more susceptible. And that's really what it comes down to. Because the the real the real um Orwellian uh, approach would have been kind of like Thanos is a uh, just let everyone catch it. Yeah. Let, let it run its course. Let the 200 million people go. I think what's that called? The herd immunity is it where certain countries in Europe are just, they call it the herd immunity. And it's like, go on about your business. Like nothing even happened. And whatever happens, happens. So just weed out who's ever meant to be weeded out. Yeah. It, and it could have very well gone that way for us. It, you know, and I, I like to believe that the government, that they're making their choices for humanity. Really, their, you know, numbers were looked at, and the economic impact of having 200 million people disappear off the face of the planet Earth this suddenly was far worse than what's what we're going through right now. So it really was a numbers thing. I, I do believe there's humanity behind it too, but at the end of the day. Would they have let it just go if uh, the economic impact would have been lesser? Possibly. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is, you know, I I, I see people out there in the streets now, yeah, running. Yeah, you know, they're still social distancing, but they're they're out there. Everyone's yeah. running their dog. Yeah, running the dog. They're sitting on the porch. Yeah. Um, that park, there's always there's probably always activity back there, but always activity. People are getting out. Like you see how how necessary human contact is for us. You know, you, you really do start to see that, and and it's not until we're we're in some form of crisis where that starts to manifest itself in a, a way that we can it's visible. You know. It's, it's it's crazy. 9-11 was another one of those, you know, where, where you just kind of see countries come together. Yeah. And then it goes away. It does. After, after time, it goes away. This one in particular, I don't, I don't know how it goes away. I don't know how you stop caring for, because this can and probably will happen again. They're, they're out there. The viruses are out there. And the viruses are fucking weird, man. I don't know if you've ever read about these things, but they, they, these, like, there's, there's no, they make no sense. Um, they're not even alive, right? There's no biomass to them. They just, they look for a host. They go into the host. They reprogram the cell, and then they regain. That's, that's what they do. You know, they, there's, there's no, they, it's not like they're feeding right. like a parasite. Right. Like they don't need it to live. They just sit there and they wait for a host cell. They infect the host cell. And then they're off to the races. It's the strangest thing. It really is alien. But so they're out there. They're out there. They're going to continue to be out there. So do we think um, about our health a little bit more? Maybe. You know, do we think about our, our grandma, grandpa, mom, dad? You know, do we think about them a little bit more? Yeah. Luckily, we have technology. This is nowhere near what a quarantine would be, where people can still talk to each other. We can still do this. Uh, still got social media. Sophie didn't get to have her friends and family at her birthday party, but she still got a birthday party. Everybody was there. You got to visually talk to people, converse. 
So, you know, it's it's not it's not as bad as it could be. Most definitely. It's hard because you know the numbers are declining yet, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, it's great to watch Andrew Como on TV every day, but you know that's New York, and like New York has a larger uh, population, and you know if he starts yelling that he needs more ventilators on national TV, he's going to get them. He's going to get them because it's New York, and New York City's there, and it has a lot of power, and it has a lot of superstars and stuff. But uh, when you come to Michigan here, uh, you know you ain't going to get no ventilators from the feds. And, uh, you know, there, everyone here is at max capacity. You got a thousand Beaumont workers that tested positive for the virus. You got 700 that tested positive over at Henry Ford. And, you know, one person told me that works at Beaumont is that if you have an underlying condition and you come in with the virus, they're, they're not really doing any life saving measures to help you on that. So, I mean, it's definitely serious here. I mean, you can just hear it at night. Like, if, if you, like, I live off of Coolidge, like about a mile away from Beaumont. And you can just hear, like, the last two weeks, like, ambulances oh, every night, all the time. Here, too. One, one an hour. Non stop. One an hour at least. Yeah. And, uh, and that's just, the world we're living in right now, you know, and you just want to make sure that you're staying healthy as best you can, you know, pop your vitamins, go heavy on the vitamin C, exercise as much as you can, get that lung capacity up and, uh, you know, just uh, be mindful of everyone around you and, you know, all your loved ones. Um, it's hard. You know, we're not a society that likes to isolate. Americans normally are a social group. They like numbers. Hmm. You know, kind of. We, we've kind of disappeared into our technology in the past you know, 20, 23 years. We've disappeared into our technology. Still social media, right? But Can't go into Starbucks. What's that? Can't go now, in, yeah, you can't go in nowhere. No, no, no. It, it, and it gets more real every time. Just I start to think I'm going to stop there, or yeah. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop this place. Or Sophie's birthday, for example. No, we'll invite. No, no, you can't. No, you can't invite people. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know what, what you're carrying. You don't know what they're carrying. And it's weird too. It's real weird. Um. It's, it's it's real weird for people that are dating. It's kind of you know it's, that's 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 a yeah. whole that's a whole different uh, realm. But uh, quarantine dates. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's it's something. Um, yeah, yeah. They're they're already calling this uh, generation of kids being born Generation C. You know, it's 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 a I, and like I said, man, I tried to explain to Sophie and Vinny, nothing like this has happened in my life. I've never experienced anything like this. I don't know if we can equate it to the Great Depression, probably, to a certain extent. Yeah, I know. You know. Well, that's the thing. You know, that market was bullshit anyway. That thing was smoking mirrors. It was, it was on the verge. It was. It, it, you know, it just needed. The, the, it, that camel was waiting for that straw. And it got well. You everyone, know. you know, all the businesses took Trump's tax cuts and pretty much bought back all their own stock and gave all the CEOs bonuses and stuff. So if I'm buying up a bunch of stock, of course my the price of my stock's going to go up mm-hmm. as it becomes more and more rare. So you drive the market astronomically high, and then you have something like this. They call it a black swan. But, uh, you know, it's, it was bound to happen. Well, I, everything was overvalued. Um, 
And then when you had like the 10% pullback, you know, it's interesting because the stock market's gone up the last couple of days. And like I sit there with my dad watching this thing and it's like, why is it going up? I was just talking like, to my buddy about that. 12 million people unemployed. No one's going to restaurants. No one's doing anything. Your essential services are the only ones that are afloat. Like people just want to believe it's based on the stimulus. Somebody's gonna, you know, somebody's gonna capitalize on that. Yeah, but trying to jump on those, like get out of the market. Yeah, like, like I'm gonna take my like someone who just got laid off isn't gonna throw twelve hundred dollars down onto some fucking five hundred dollar TV or some big purchase. They're gonna probably be rationing that check as long as they can go. Yeah, that's crazy too. You know, to think that that's. Oh, just for for the uh, listeners, watchers, viewers. I don't know how we're going to respond to questions. I'm not sure how it's going to work yet, but I know it's Podcast Detroit. They We had to go on their link because we're doing this remotely. So we started on their Facebook. I believe they shared the link on our Facebook. So we'll, we'll figure that out later. But uh, I think that was something from someone. Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, yeah, so what next? What next? I mean, for me, for me, what I look at every day is that so I don't have the excuse, I don't have enough time anymore. Good. I do something, I'm still pretty, still pretty heavy in, in the work. That I, I, my business is virtually recession-proof. Um, you know, it's a good private equity play when investors are looking to get out of the market, get some equity. We're, we're good for that. So that type of activity is ramped up for me. But I do have a lot more time than I, you know, at, at night. It's just empty um, when I don't have the kids. Go right I mean, there's, there's a, well, I, that's the thing. I, I can run, I can, I can, uh, I can get that book done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's all the, I can mastermind. Yeah. My, I, buddy, I can, my buddy got his book done, knocked out a book. You know, he was writing a book about him and his grandmother. Knocked it out in a week. See, that's, that's, that's what lets me, it tells me that the quality of life that I had before will probably be the quality of life that I have after. If I don't capitalize on this time, because now I'm looking at it and saying, well, you're probably just making excuses. Well, now's a good time to do inner reflection and go find a game plan of where you want to go from here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really what it is. is. So I I think what people are going to realize, because most people are going to survive through this. If you lose your job, you lose your your house, your car, you you lose you lose all these things. You're still going to be alive, and you're going to find a way through it. That's for the most part. Some people won't, and I, I, I feel horrible about that. But for the most part, we do. Humans do. Like everything that we thought was going to kill us didn't, and we're here today. We've lived through every one of the worst days that we ever thought we had, and we're still here fighting. So when it's all said and done, I hope that people realize a lot of the things they thought they needed. They didn't. And the things that we neglected, help. Um, we do. We very much do. And we're very interdependent on one another on this planet for our livelihood. Yeah. We can try to we can try to be individuals all we want, but it doesn't fucking work. It's a delusion. There is no individualism. There. It doesn't exist. Like, and when people will get this through their head, man. Like, you know, I'll get into it with some of my buddies from the old neighborhood. I don't get into it too hard because I'm not going to sit here and talk about politics and you're entitled to your own opinion. And you know what I mean? I'm not going to stomp on it. But, right. um, but when they talk about who they supported politically and whatever, I can always ask a couple of key questions and I can get to that one selfish desire that made the choice for really had nothing to do with anything or anybody else. So there, there was, you know, typically one or two key points and there was a, a selfish desire or a, a hatred, I find, with, you know, with some of my friends. Um, 
it was fear based. Yeah. But uh, but but that's individualism. That's at its worst. And it, you know, and that's that's what that side. Well, I guess both sides are guilty of it of, of pushing uh, pushing this individualism. It's it's uh, it's a disease. You know, we're 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 not we're not separate. We perceive ourselves to be separate, but we're on this organism, this living organism called planet Earth, and this living organism that we call the solar system, and that, that's another living organism called the universe. And, and if there's a God, well, that's we're all part of that living organism, and we all have a job to do, and it isn't self-serving. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not because this this right here, this comes out of left field because because we self serve. So say this was a complete. It wasn't a coincidence. They knew about it. They've known about it for years. They've known that was a key environment. Pandemic council was pulled, so that's where the you can wet the beak of the conspiracy theorists and say, oh, well, you know, if it wasn't manipulated, somebody didn't want us looking. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I don't, it's it's interesting. It, 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 it so just I mean, just say that it, it was a bat transfer from a bat again. It's humans' fault because we've we've uh, we've been really abusive to our environment, right? So we we caused it. So we can take responsibility for that. We gotta look at that. How 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 can we treat our environment better so that these types of things can happen or are less likely to happen. But um just the the mindset, the mindset, even my mindset when this first when I first heard coronavirus, I'm thinking me, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. I'm not gonna pass it to my kids. My kids will be fine. You know, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't for the life of me think outside of, think in terms of who might I infect, even if I'm going to be okay. But the fact that we're so far behind with the ventilators and, and uh, just the virus itself, that's all individualism. Well, there, there more was, conspiracy. Possibly conspiracy, <clears throat> but sometimes it's not. Sometimes people just have an agenda, Right. They have an agenda and it's based on money or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, it's self-serving that agenda. And that agenda is stronger than any pull toward humanity as a a guiding force. So then things get out of control or there's conspiracies, you know, but I mean, there was a whole lot of selfishness that went into letting it get to the point that it's at. Yeah, I mean, you know, a friend of mine was like, the government had to thin out the herd somehow. (laughs) This is just how they decided to do it. And he's the same, you know, he was thinking, you know, that, uh, you know, this administration is going to blame China. And pretty much tell China that since you tanked our economy, you can go fuck off about us paying you our debt money. And, uh, you know, something will happen. You know, he was, he's a firm believer that there's going to be a war with China in the next few years or less. Yeah, it's been looming. For the simple fact that, you know, you tanked our economy with this coronavirus. All that debt money that you bought, we're not paying shit. And um, it's interesting. You know, I don't spend much time worrying about that stuff. I really don't. You know, I just let whatever happens going to happen. You see him throwing around money like it's crazy. We don't have that money. We don't have that. Where are you getting that money from? I mean, the Federal Reserve is the biggest Ponzi scheme on the planet. You know, and you're just throwing that money around. And, and you know, the government's not like anything else because the go- all the government has to do, they don't have to explain themselves. No. They just drop an order. As of today, this is discontinued. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it, it, services are no longer available. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Can't do shit. Fuck you very much. Yeah, can't do shit. You don't pay those taxes, though. Don't pay those taxes. Put you in jail. Be there with Wesley. Look, I have the power to cut your shit. You don't have the power to not pay. Right. You know? Right. That's a bullshit government. I, no taxation without representation. Fucking A. We, we've been there for the longest time. It yeah. is such a... It's, this government serves no purpose. It doesn't do anything. It only makes things worse for the human people. It does some things, you know. It, but I, it's social programs, police. Yeah, but like hospitals. You take that, and most of that shit is run by your state anyway. The feds lately, in like the last 30 years, don't do a fucking thing. Give me a stimulus check. When the economy gets tanked. Or, you know, back when the uh, bailout was going on, they bailed out all the fucking banks and the uh, big three. Big three came up with this fucking thing, cash for clunkers. Yeah, give you five grand for any, like, if you if you push the car up to the lot, they give you five grand towards any fucking new car you wanted. I remember that shit. And, uh, you know, other than that, I don't. What do you do? I mean, they well, they're they are defense. You know, that's their. I'd, I'd say their primary function. They are responsible for the Constitution, supposed to be. You know, the 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 Supreme Court. We have the youngest government in the world. You know, this country's only been around for like what. 250 years. 250. You know, everyone else is pretty much, you know, had a history with their own country and their own governments, and they found out what worked and what didn't work. I mean, there's no checks and balances in this motherfucker anymore. That shit went out the motherfucking window. Well, we're supposed to be an evolved government, and as the republic that we were established to be, I mean, if you look, they were brilliant with what they wrote. Now, have we adhered to it? Some, um, you know, but it's become political fodder. It, and it, lobbyists, it, special it, interests. It's it's uh it's really gotten out of hand. It's a money game. It's capital it's ca- capitalism run amok. Yeah. You know, it's a corporatocracy. It's not it's not even it's not a democracy. It's not a republic. You know, rule of law, it doesn't apply. It doesn't apply to the people in power. Golden rule. You who has the gold makes the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't even have the gold. We, right. have, we got fucking, we print paper. We yeah. print paper money with nothing to back it. Yeah. So, so in comes coronavirus. And I'm anxious to see what's going to be exposed through this. I, you know, and again, it's, it's really hard to, uh, I mean, it's, it's not like, my world couldn't collapse tomorrow. All of ours could, right? It, so I, when I, when I'm, I'm not, it, it's, it's hard to speak to some people. Well, you haven't, you, well, no, I haven't to the extent that you have. I could. Um, but if I did, I'm still going to maintain my spiritual concepts. It, it's, you know, this is happening for me, not to me. Yeah. How do I navigate through this? Where's the lesson? You know that that's that's how you get through this type of shit. It's not it's not fault. So you can only be victimized in the moment. Right. And then it's a choice beyond that. So you can fall victim to I've lost my job. Government sucks. I'm only at twelve hundred dollars. Unemployment shit. I can't get through. You know all all these different things. You can fall victim in that moment. But whether or not you're a victim beyond that moment, that's up to you. You know, and, it, and it's hard to, it's a hard pill to swallow that you have a choice to not be a victim when that's all you feel is victimized. Right. It's, it, and it's hard to talk to people who don't want to hear it. No, fuck the government. Well, I, I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck the coronavirus. Yeah, cool. I'm with you on that too. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You did that. All this stuff has been laid on your shoulders now. What do you do with that? 
And if it's going to be poor me, you know, and, and justifiably so, I get it. There, there's things that have happened to me. I, I mean, I could poor me too. But, uh, but if it's going to be poor me and if it's going to be finger pointing, this, this political faction that is, you know. So let's say your business shut down mm-hmm. and you got no job. Is making $12 an hour over at Kroger going to be able to support you? No. No. No, I have to regroup at that point. Well, how do you regroup? I don't know. That's the thing. There's no jobs out there. There's no Kroger, jobs. Except Kroger. Except grocery stores and drug stores. Mm-hmm. Amazon's still hiring too. And that's that's what I think about this. Like, you know? You can drive for Grubhub. You think that will pay your bills? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You can work at Kroger and do Grubhub. You think that'll pay your bills? Not in a million years. Well, I mean, not mine, but it might pay someone's. So two jobs ain't even gonna no, can't be Stop a parent. Stop the bleeding, you know. Can't be a parent. Homeschool, what? How am I going to homeschool and work grub problem and, and program right. just so I can have a roof over our head? You know, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's tough times. It's tough times. Yeah, our, our you know, our business could collapse. Probably not going to, but it could. Things could happen. It's, a, it's such a everyday things change, like night and day change. Yeah. You know, like it, I, it's been a roller coaster. I wake up, I wake up uh, Monday, and uh, we have this this new investment coming in, and, and uh, we have this line of credit because it makes sense with a business like ours. So we have this new investment. So wake up Monday and I'm thinking by the end of the week, all that's in. Oh, no, we got an onslaught of um, SBAs. Um, we're going to push out 60 days on the close. Okay. Wednesday. Is today Wednesday? No. So this was uh, Tuesday. Yeah, mon- Monday. It was Monday, then Tuesday. Then Tuesday. Um, sorry, guys. We're going to have to revisit this in May. We can't take on any new uh, loans because yeah. the government has mandated that we do the small business loan. Okay. So then the trickle-down effect back to, to my uh, equity people. Oh, well, that was part of it. That, that's what we needed to get to the, uh, you know, to the, we have a threshold of X amount of revenue for this year. That's what we needed. Now there's apprehension there, you know, and then that changes. <laughs> Last night, there's a hailstorm. All of a sudden, that changes. You know, it's it's uh, every, every, everyone's scared. Everyone's scared. Walking on eggshells. Yeah. And I and, and you can't can't blame them. It's just a tense time. You know, it's just a tense time. And uh, you know, I truly believe to look within. You know, and believe that everything is going to work out for the best. If I'm putting the work in, good luck happens. Well, and then recognizing that we don't even know what the best is. Like that's that's what faith is. Faith is. I, I would like things to try. I have goals, and I, I have visions that I would like to see manifest for my future. Some of that's ego-driven, some of that's spirit-driven, but I don't know what's going to happen, but whatever it is, I have to give over to the fact that that's for my greatest good. Right. That's faith. That's true faith. And that's, that's, you know, again, a hard pill to swallow, but I, I exercise it. Like I said, it's with my business, it's been volatile. Um, you know, but that's business, right? And I and I have to, I I take risks that uh that could damage us, but you know I'm not willing to do the alternative, which is fear based. So 
so whenever we do something like that, I say, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm pretty, this is the outcome I'd like, and this is what I see for us. I don't know what's going to happen. And whatever happens, it's just going to have to be what it is. You know, and I believe that. And I live that way. And Pray for hell. People don't like that. <laughs> and, 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 and Pray for hell. People don't like that. When you won't let them pull you into your stress oh, or yeah. into their stress, like bill collectors. Like, so we had, uh, we took these bad loans, merchant capital advances. Anybody watching, don't ever take a merchant capital advance ever. I mean, how they're even still operational, I have no idea, but uh, they're predatory at best. Um, so we took them and, and then this hit. They're, they're taking a huge chunk of money out of our accounts every week. And we said, all right, you're not going to do that anymore. We're going to pay this off as, you know, we're going to pay you, but it's going to be done in real terms, not the day we draw out of our account. Yeah. We're done. Um, so we were just done because that's what we had to do. So I, I talked to a bill collector today, and uh, she's like, yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of you for a few weeks. I'm like, well, if you left the message, I didn't get it. I think I was calling the other phone. Okay, well, there. Because <laughs> I just yeah. answered. I just answered. Um, so, uh, when are you going to bring this back to current? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a priority right now. What? <laughs> it's not a priority right now. There's a, sorry. I mean, this, this is just, it's the way it is. You know, these things are happening and I, I have to make sure that, uh, other things are dealt with up front so that you can get your money yeah. in the long. So I'm going to make that decision. I can't make that decision. I did. So what do you want to do? And then, well, I have this program where, okay, well, that's what we'll do. <laughs> that's what we'll do. You know, I sent a letter out to all of them saying, this is what I expect. And, uh, and you either do it or, you know, the alternative is your predatory lending practices wind up in court when courts are been a concession. You know, yeah, like I, I try not to let things phase me anymore, even though it's uncomfortable. But I'm just realizing the best way to be is honest. Just be honest. Yeah. Be honest. Be honest through this process. I was talking to Sophie. We were taking a little walk after a birthday party. And uh, she, she's like, yeah, I'm a weirdo. I'm like, that's awesome. Be a weirdo. Be, be you. I'm like, if there's anything you have a responsibility of on this planet, it's to be unapologetically you at all costs. And then let the, the, let the universe reconfigure to your authenticity. But I can tell you it's, it's a bumpy road. You know, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a bumpy road. People want you to conform. They want you to, uh, credit bureaus want you to get uh, stressed out about your credit score. They want you to remain in prison to that. That, that's what they'll throw me at. I'm like, do you think I care about my credit? So what do I use credit for? I'm like, you have you looked at my report? What do I use credit for? There's like two things on there. Kiss my ass. I'm like, save that for somebody else. Now let's let's talk about facts and what I am willing to do. Yeah. People hate it. They hate it when you just, you know, people hate it in real life when they want to bring you back into your past. And sorry, I mean, I apologize for that. There's nothing I can do about it. Not to be glib, even though I come across as glib, but it's like, look, I, I left that there. If you still got that with you, yeah, that's a virus. You know, that's a that, that's a metaphorical virus. I'm not catching that back. I'm not catching that back, and I'm not. I'm hopefully, I'm not catching Corona either. So far, so good. You know, been eating healthy. Uh, to a certain, I haven't been eating much. And when I do eat, it's garbage. Like so, it, 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 I'll go all day because I still go into the office and I try to stay here as much as possible. But uh, sometimes I just I can't just for focus. I got to get to my desk at the office and be surrounded by files and all that. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I'll, I'll get so caught up in what I'm doing because, like I said, when I'm when I'm not with the kids, it's work. It's work nonstop. Work. I'll write, 
you know, I'm, I'm nonstop. So, so I'll go to the office and uh, I just forget to eat. And then, then 7-Eleven's open on the way home. Nachos? No, no. Uh, Hot dogs? Garbage, like uh, Swedish fish. <laughs> Swedish fish has been a thing. And um, chips, you know, quick shit. Not too bad. Is that your dinner? Yeah, that's the dinner. That's the dinner. fish and chips? Chips, yeah. yeah. That's what it was last night. It's not enough calories. No. No, I, I keep losing weight. It's not good weight either. Like I need to, uh, I'm going to get in with my boy Dan and Noel, you know, Noel, hey. bodybuilder. They're doing their Zoom sessions for workouts. I need to get involved in that. I've been running at the park, but need something a little more high impact. 250 push-ups. That's 500 jumping jacks. That's a start. Do it in an hour. That'll have me sore. Yeah, well, what we've been doing is so. My best friend, when this happened, I was at a gym and I was like, Are you guys going to close down? They're like, No, no, we're not going to close down. It was 11 a.m. And all of a sudden, like, my boy called and he was like, Dude, all the gyms are closing. What, like, Go to Dick's, get a weight bench, and if they got like 45s or 55, 65, they have big dumbbells, buy those too. And so I went to Dick's, and uh, he ended up leaving, and I uh, went to Dunham's, and Dunham's had a ton of stuff. Got the weight bench from uh, Dick's, and then bought a bunch of stuff over at Dunham's. And then my boy put an order with Rogue in right away and got a spot rack and some mats and some bumper plates. And, like, it's not the same. It's a lot harder working out. Like, like I was joking around in the first week. I'm like, dude, this is like working out like Rocky Four style. Yeah. And he started <laughs> laughing. He's like, fuck yeah. It is. And so, you know. We were starting, I was, I was, you know, 250 push-ups a day and 500 jumping jacks with whatever workout I'm doing. And then the second week, man, we went over to Lampfear Hill, started running up and down the hill with weighted vests on and stuff. You know, you just got to get after it. And I have the time. There's no time, you know, like I have no reason to say, like, there's no reason for me to be healthy and fit. There's no excuse for me not to work out other than I'm sore and I need a rest day. Even that. Honestly, I, yeah, there's really yeah. not. Even on a rest day, I should be going for a run. I need to go for a run tonight. Didn't today. Have you gotten a haircut? No. Me neither. <laughs> I'm growing it out. Me neither. I'm, I'm shabby as hell. We just gotta open our place. Just gotta open our place. Gotta get gotta get that haircut in. I'm not gonna get it cut ever again. Okay. Coronavirus. Coronavirus, uh what do you call those uh I was losing it there for a minute. For you? So I just figure I'll throw it out. Cover up that uh bald spot on the crown. Coronavirus caveman. Fuck yeah. Get those locks flowing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for things to get. There's nothing, it's not going to go back to normal. There is no normal. There is no normal. Normal's done. But to where we can, I mean, just, I think we'll appreciate the fact that you can go into the slime. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the gym. Just to watch a sporting event on TV, even if the stadium's closed, would be great. You know, just to watch something else besides bullshit TV. Yeah. You know, that's uh, the sports is really what's hard for me. Like, like there's nothing to watch. Tiger King. <laughs> that was <laughs> it. Was all right, but it was like it was a gimmick. You know, you know it, 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 it had a couple different stories that ran in that documentary, 
and y'all wanted, you know, they did a real good job of making humans out of these these caricatures. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, because I was sucked in, and I, I still haven't finished it, so I guess I wasn't that sucked in, but. I saw all I needed to see. I got it. I watched you know, the I whole thing. I watched the whole thing. I didn't even know the plot or where it ended. I, I knew that you were sick, you were sick. And this is all the result of unresolved trauma. So I, I immediately go into the psychological aspect of it. But when that guy said, uh, um, yeah, and I drove myself off a bridge because I, you know, gave my father wouldn't accept me. It's tough. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's tough. And that's, that's what you get. You know, and, and then the other woman that was raped, and, you know, all this. Carol Baskin. Yeah, Carol. She's evil. I mean, you know, she. she I think she's dead. Somebody I fed to the tigers. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know. But you, you know, you, the tell in her eyes was just. Yeah. She, was, she was like cold, real cold. But who knows? Maybe you're just. And smiles about it too. Yeah. All everyone thinks I fed him to the tigers or something. It's like you sound pretty convincing that you did, yeah, without really admitting to it. Yeah, that's not a joke. No, <laughs> no. So he, he's he's gone. Yeah, that's there. nobody's joking about that. You and you got millions out. Of it. You can't just kind of brush that off. You know, you got twenty million. But yeah, that's, that's a good clip. You know. There's Tiger King. There's uh, I mean, I really don't care. I still watch Diddy Wee Show from home. Yeah. Watch a little uh, Seth Meyers. Start watching the World War II in color. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. There's always movies out too. Saw Richard Jewell. Saw that movie. I haven't seen that yet. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. I saw uh. What was it? 1917? Yeah, I still have to see that. Uh, no? I, I like the director. I mean, they got a lot of awards, but like, uh, like afterwards, like me and my dad watched it, and like, I was like, didn't this movie win like Academy Awards? Dad was like, man, I was thinking the same thing. Right? Really? I was like, they must have not had no competition, no real competition that year. Because like, it's the director. You know, I. Did not. I mean, it's a nice film, but it's not. I didn't think it was worth Academy Award. Oscar, isn't that what it is? Yeah. Well, they do ten now. They got. They got to the ten. Ten best movies. They they do. It's all politics. We gave it to the gentleman. What's that? Oh, the gentleman came out this year. The movie with Matthew McConaughey. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I love I love Guy Ritchie. But yeah, that was that was badass. That was like black stock and two smoking barrels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was uh, I was I was really happy with that. One. But I, that's you know I've I've missed I love movies. You know I spent the better part of my adult life involved in that industry, and, and I've been neglecting them because I don't have time. Genuinely don't, and I've got. Got to catch up on a lot of movies and just sit and watch them. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I, I got all this time after the movie. What do I do now? You know. Um, but yeah, so we're I think we're a few minutes away. In closing, I, I, my, my whole thing on this is, you know, it happened. Doesn't matter how it happened, it does, but it doesn't. Like it, in terms of the individual. Um, but and I say individual, but we're in this together. Yeah. We're in this together. What you do during this time has the ability to affect every living creature on this planet. And it, it's always been like that. There's always been the butterfly effect. What you do does something. There's causality down to subatomic particles. And, but now it's been made visible. So, and it's been. It, it's been made visible in a way to where it's fatal yeah. to where your actions could literally kill somebody less fortunate than you. So if nothing else, I hope we come out of this a little less selfish. Yeah. I don't know if that'll be the case, but 
I know I really went that epiphany when it hit me at my uh, mom and dad's house. And I'm just thinking, cocky as hell. Cocky as hell, I'm going to be fine. But what about them, you know? And then I, I, I haven't been the same since that day when I think about it. You know, I catch myself all the time. Um, I don't know, wash my hands or all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Just do it. Because we'll, why Just not? Do it. Why, not? why not? What the, what the fuck does it mean? Oh, I'm not going to do that. What the fuck do you benefit from that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what really do you benefit from not maintaining six feet? Like, there's no, why not safe and sorry? Yeah. Arrogant prick. You know, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. You know, like, they're there for a reason. That's a conspiracy to crash the market. And it is what it is. You got anything? I think I'm good. All right, guys. Um, hope this uh, this panned out in terms of sound visibility. Uh, questions. I hope you were able to see the live feed through Podcast Detroit. We'll we'll work out any kinks, and we'll be back in two weeks.